Want to have safe kinky sex? Make sure you make your way over to AdamEve.com. Adam and Eve has over 12 million satisfied customers worldwide. Everything from the newest vibrators to classic movies. When you're on AdamEve.com, make sure to enter in the promo code HUSH50. That's H-U-S-H-5-0 to get 50% off almost any one item and free shipping. Do I need to say that again? Free shipping. Make sure you have your kinky safe sex needs satisfied by visiting AdamEve.com. Welcome to Hush, the podcast guaranteed to give you a load of fun. And with that being said, let's slide into the episode. set time where yes you come over and we watch a movie have dinner 
safe sex and talk for a while and I'm very open to people I my biggest topics in life right now are race racism sexism feminism stupidity politics so I have talks over chess or watching movies and and I show them videos and they show me stuff about things that are happening in the world so as far as an emotional thing I want them to to tell me about their day and about the problems they're having with their kids and so I'm not closed off to it I'm not a very emotional guy as far as crying I'm I'm fine with that um I'm fine with that but it's just that doesn't come up that much for me and for me I just want a relationship that is totally different from what I had before because with my two women I've been with one for over a year and a half and we have never had a fight about anything really there was only one time that she got a little mad about something and that was it It, there was nothing because I'm not going to accept drama I'm not going to accept anger and I tell nicely in my relationships, because from where I come from, my ex had anger issues, had terrible anger issues. So you can technically say I came from a verbally, emotionally abusive relationship. And so with my women, I tell them nicely when we're after in it, in a few weeks, a few months, I say, just so you know that if we ever have a fight and we're out in public and you yell at me, that's it, the relationship's over. I just want them to know that I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not going to be in that. And so uh, I just, they already knew from the beginning that at this stage in my life, I can honestly say I'm never getting married again. So I would never get married again. I'm not going to say that it's, I won't have a long-term relationship, but uh, it kind of just opened up the the polyamorous stuff with my white girlfriend first because we just it devolved in a, into a conversation once and we kind of set the rules and I just said you know I'm this is who I am I'm here to spend time with you and if, if I you know want to be with someone else and it doesn't detract too much time from our relationship and then if you want to have someone else to fill some other niche in your life that I can't give you then I'm open to that too i I'm kind of against anger, resentment, jealousy, and all those things in life now. So it's just, I'm here to have beautiful moments with people. So that's how it is. Exactly. Yep, we agree with that. Um, were there any final thoughts that you wanted to give about anything, your projects, coronavirus, life in general? Um, I, I would say kind of the, the final thought here, because this is something that's being posed somewhat in the media is, will coronavirus kill the sex work trade? Will this be the end of sex work? <laughs> Let me just remind everyone that sex workers have been around since literally the dawn of time literally the dawn of time every single society since ancient sumerian babylonian times sex workers aren't going anywhere and this is just evidence of the fact that sex workers aren't being given the legal protections that they need and deserve 
on the other end of this, I really hope that becomes a priority to focus on because sex workers are people and sex work is work. We deserve rights. We certainly don't deserve to be stigmatized in the way that we have and had our lives endangered in the way that they have been historically. And I hope that this really brings about an attitude shift. I'm all for that. She's yeah. in the house. <laughs> Mistress Vexa is in the house. <laughs> My favorite part is dressing up. <laughs> favorite positions and sex in Singapore. My favorite position right now is missionary. It sounds boring, right? <laughs> but the twist there is it's usually a really huge stick. So I can't. <laughs> take it any other way <laughs> and also it's probably taking place at a swingers party or a BDSM party and everyone is watching but <laughs> it's so to me it's still <laughs> compared to everything else that you're doing yeah I feel like missionary is yeah. I'm surprised I'm like whoa I, w- I was thinking of like some like crazy position or something <laughs> You talked about like sex in in Singapore and do you still feel like there are like a lot of taboos to a lot of things like even swinger parties and BDSM? Oh yes, for sure. I would say outside of my innermost circle and the communities itself, a lot of people don't know that it exists or the idea of what it's like is very different from the reality of it. So people are very afraid, people are very judgmental. But I feel like it's mostly driven by their own insecurities because they're not very open with expressing themselves. It's still a problem here in Singapore. Yes. Slut shaming is still very common in Singapore.
here's the thing, because I I believe the only kind of love is unconditional love, right? But I think where we get stuck and why it gets risky when it comes to romantic love is that we forget to be unconditional. And by that, I don't mean, you know, let someone wreak havoc in your life. What I mean is we get into expectation and need and want and, um, you know, just wanting for that person to be something or fill a hole to fill, to fill a void. And when we're doing that, we're not loving that person. So the risk that you take when you make the choice to love someone is that you're going to fall out of what love really means because we're human beings and that's what we do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's when, that's when things end up, you know, kind of breaking down or don't work out. So it's that, that willingness to understand that if I go ahead and, and go on this endeavor and choose to love this person, I risk myself you know, falling in and out and being human and my emotions and my past and all my bullshit coming up and trying to get in the way, I risk what can happen based on all of that stuff. So I don't believe that anybody should be allowing themselves to be in any danger or be abused, but I do think that there is no limit to the amount of risk that we should take when it comes to choosing to love somebody because you may or may not have your feelings ebb and flow and they may or may not take you out of that love space but that's our journey on earth is to be practicing love unconditional love i love that goddess i feel like it's more how you portray yourself and how you feel um when i think of goddesses you know i think of ancient egypt um, I think of ancient um, Roman times and Greek times and, and you know, the Celtic goddesses and how they're portrayed. And I think that, you know, a woman has a goddess inside of her and, you know, we're, we're powerful people. Women are a powerful sex. And to me, how I like to portray myself, you know, like I like walking around barefoot. I like long flowing dresses. I like having the power that I feel inside of me and I felt like I could bring the feminine divine into myself and into my work whereas when I think of a mistress um, or a dominatrix uh, as I think most people would they imagine somebody wearing like tight leather or PVC or latex and big long boots and you know scary makeup and that is like the furthest thing from me and that's the furthest thing from how I want to portray myself so I feel like having that separation where I'm not expected to look that way it's better for me because I can kind of be like well I'm a goddess I do what I want I'm not confined by your rules of what you think a mistress or a dominatrix should do Switching it up a little bit, can you tell us about what Explore is? Yes, definitely. So once again, we just want to thank you for having us on um, your podcast. Explore is a bi-monthly subscription box. Uh, We send out boxes every two months. Um, The first box is going out in June, and that theme is Make It Rain. Um, The next box in August will be shipping out, and that theme will be Make It Wet. So we ask our subscribers to come on in and join us if they're looking to um, start new adventures and looking to explore and increase the intimacy within their bedroom. 
Okay, I like how exciting that sounds. What inspired you both to create Explore? Yeah, so um, I reached out to Nisi. So this is, is my brainchild and something that I wanted to embark on. Um, and it was just uh, looking over at Instagram, and there was like some, um, you know, inspirational posts, and it was like, girl, start your business. And I was like, you know what? Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I reached out to Nisi, and something about the holidays, because it was around the holidays. It was around the holidays, and I thought she was asking me what I wanted for Christmas when she was sending me ideas of subscription boxes. And I was right. like, oh, I would love one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we started it in uh, January, and we've been uh, rocking and rolling ever since. Um, business is really good with what well, is month box um, that ends in June. It's 10 days left um, to get the June box, and we're down to um, less than 100 boxes. So we're offering the new subscribers 20% off on their June box. So it's really taking – people are – it's being re- well-received by the public. Yeah. We're getting a lot of great reviews. Um, I'm provoked, which is even better. And a lot of the things that people like is it's not um, conventional things that would be in there. We tried our best to um, make sure it has a little class to it, but at the same time, it's um, it's cool. It's not um, it's not overtly sexual, but it, at the same time, it's not like a science experiment. Like it doesn't scare you. Um, it piques your interest. That's very true. Within the boxes. Uh, we like to say the the box provides an entire mood. We offer the um, a sex tip and trick that shows you how to use one of the toys. Uh, we also offer a lust, love and lust playlist that uh, provides about five to six um, songs yes. for you to play while you're experiencing your toys. Um, and then in this month's box, we have an ice cube tray, so one of the unconventional t- uh, toys, so you can use uh, use it for temperature play. Hey everyone, it's Kim from the Hush Podcast. I hope you're enjoying your night or day, whatever time whatever time it is that you're listening to this. I just wanted to go ahead and say thank you for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this mashup of a couple of our episodes. This dates back from volume 55 to volume 61. Again, Chris and I appreciate you tuning in everywhere that you're listening, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, music, or whatever it is. We appreciate you, and we hope that you have a blessed week.